You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The book of Luke, chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who don't need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death? I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered to his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you killed a fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. 
So in Luke chapter 15, we read this very well-known and well-loved uh, parable, which is of the prodigal son. Um, which is about the two sons, right? It's not just about the one. Sometimes we tend to talk more about one son than the other. But I love that this parable shows us that God's joy welcomes everyone into Mm. his family. And what's required of us is humility and repentance and turning back to him, which has been a big theme here through Luke. But it also highlights the tragedy um, of Israel's leaders rejecting Jesus um, and this new kingdom community that he was trying to build. And so I'm interested to hear around the circle here today what you guys think. Like, how do you see this play out in humanity today and how we relate to God? Wow. I mean, when we talk about the story of the lost son or the prodigal son, I mean, we can't help but just be impacted by this in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. But this idea of, for me, the most powerful uh, part that I've just been pondering on in my spirit these days is when he comes home. That's a, that's a big, home is a big word. Mm. I think it might be one of the greatest spiritual poverties, you know, as we engage people all over in our ministry and in our communities that are experiencing homelessness. You know, when someone doesn't have a home to go back mm. to, yeah. I think it creates a spiritual poverty that is, 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 a, is awful. I think, it's a, I, think it's a, I think it's a deep place of brokenness in people's lives to not have home to go back mm. to. Uh, and I love it when uh, the son gets to the point where he realizes he's gonna go home to the Father. Uh, This is what the verse says. It says, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. And that just speaks to me in so many ways because it wasn't like he got there. It doesn't say the servants came and said, hey, hey, we heard he's just around the corner. You know, it doesn't say that he got there and and like surprised him and he said, son, you're home and, and was shocked. Like I think maybe that insinuates that he was there watching and waiting with expectation, right? Because while he was still a long way off coming down the road home, his father was waiting for him. And in my own life, in our own lives, with the people that we uh, walk alongside in our communities, you know, for all of us wanting to return home on our spiritual journeys, uh, what a blessing to know that the father, Mm -hmm. even from a long way off, sees us. But I really can't help but point out, like, It's, I, okay, for me, I get the lost son, like the coming home, the prodigal, I get that. That's a huge part of my story. But that's been a minute ago. Like, my salvation experience happened when I was in my mid-20s, and I am significantly older now. (laughs) And I find, actually, I have probably had more encounters where I am acting more like the older brother Mm. than the lost son, where... When somebody returns or they come back or they make a declaration of faith or whatever, they they show back up and everyone's all happy to see them. There's something in me, and I'm just going to keep it real. uh, There can be things in me that's like, yeah, but what about what they did? Mm. What about the harm they caused? Remember the last time they came around here and they punched a hole in the wall and stole 20 bucks out of your wallet? Like, what the heck, you know? So I think that the lost son or the older brother can get a bad rap because none of us want to identify with that. But sometimes we do. And I like that that voice is in this story because it's almost like the voice of accountability, but it's a little twisted, right? Because it's like he's all up in his feels about that. But it's those are legitimate questions. And I think that um, the father doesn't not answer them. He just invites him to come in. Mm. So I feel like there's room to like, like, well, tomorrow in the heat of the day, we'll sit under the goat hair tent and we'll eat some hummus and we'll talk more. Mm. But for now, just come in and celebrate. And I think that's a good invitation. I love the way you said all of that and that you highlight um, the older brothers uh, sometimes overlooked when the story is told. 
um, and that you also finished in talking about the actions of the father, because I think the father is actually maybe the most controversial person in the story for especially Luke's audience here. You know, you have this father who is so disrespected by his uh, son who comes to him wanting his inheritance, basically saying, Dad, I'd like it if you were dead now, you know, that we just go ahead and get move this thing along, um, because that's really when he was supposed to receive his inheritance yeah. was uh, when his father, as father's death. And so um, the audience for Luke would have been so shocked by the father's generosity at such a absurd request that this younger brother makes. And then from there, you know, uh, the incredible picture of the father's welcome of the rebellious son, it would also have been controversial for uh, Luke's audience that after all of that, the father still responds to him with such amazing grace. And in fact, humiliates himself by running out to him, uh, which would not have been something that uh, a Jewish man of his standing would have done. Uh, and then we get to the, you know, the brother that I agree, Heather, I probably more often than not today identify with. We get to this brother who uh, is also um, rude to his father, you know, questions the actions he's taken in welcoming his son. And yet, Again, the father responds not with condemning him, not in a way that disciplines him, but with grace uh, and with an invitation that you you join in to the work I've done for your brother. Uh, and so in that, the father in this story, uh, for the people hearing this in the original context, they would have thought the father was such a fool all along the way. And yet Jesus is telling us something about his Father in heaven, our Father, that no matter what our posture might be towards him, his default is grace. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. God bless you and Merry Christmas.